This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 623 Tuesdays. We've been celebrating professionalized wrestling here, live from the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. I'm Mike Sorgat Sorgatron on the Twitters, your uh, MC of Mayhem, uh, and we got a hell of a crew with us. First of all, we do have in the studio, it's Larry. Hi. Crawled up from the Girth Cave to join us here yes. on the Mayhem uh, uh, giant axe is delivered, right? No, no, no. Oh no, not yet. Oh no, kayfabe. <laughs> giant Larry the axe ending soon. soon. It's weekend. awesome. Do you have pictures of that up yet on your uh, social media for it's Dark Force Studios? Not yet. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. Nope. I will have p- pictures after it is delivered. Uh, you have to sneak the. You have to sneak into my uh, Instagram stories to see some of that progress yes. there. So yeah. it's, it's been cool. And the and the uh, and the. Uh, the scents have been amazing coming from the basement. I apologize for the. I'm last pretty weeks. sure. I'm pretty sure I was high at least three days straight. Uh, no, no, it, it, no. It was two and a half. No, it's two and a half. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Also with us on the line from Poughkeepsie, New York, he's the only one on the Mayhem Show with a future endeavor letter from the WWE. He is Mad Mike. Booyaka, booyaka, June nineteenth. Booyaka, booyaka. It's still Rusev Day. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> Wait Hi. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Mike. We have to validate this. Hold on. Yep. yep. Up, up. It's Rusev Day. Thank you, yep. calendar. Thank you, calendar. Where's Lana's calendar is what I want to know. And it's, also Sorg, you're only gonna get four days for each month on that. I know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a short calendar. It's like an automatic like leap year calendar or something. And it'll only be like three pages, which seems unfair. But anyway, speaking of Rusev, somebody who looks strangely as handsome tonight is uh, your friend in the mainstream media, mainstream, Matt. Oh, hello. Uh, Sorg, I'm here, and I've brought a very special present tonight. We're going to read a children's book called Nino Wrestles the World. Wow, where did you get that thing? My son checked this out of the library. (laughs) I have not tried it yet, but maybe if you're good, maybe some gold. Oh jeez! Uh, later on, I'm reading Rainbow sure. Mayhem show coming I'm up. I'm pretty so. sure that's actually the script for Avengers Four. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the leaked script for Lucha Underground season four. No, <laughs> you dare read it! Don't read it! No spoilers! Me. Don't spoilers! Let <laughs> me check the last page. We're just gonna. Who's left in the cage this time? <laughs> we miss you, Rey Mysterio. And also with us, I can't believe he returned after being here. His first show was like like Patreon in the Bank Mayhem Mania. <laughs> the most insane show of the year that doesn't include alcohol. Uh, it is Todd DeFagio of the 
2017 podcast of the year in the Pittsburgh yeah. City paper. Yes. You need to bring the belt sometime when you come uh, on. See, you I should do that. Do that. I don't want to walk on somebody else's Dude, people have brought belts before. Belt That's and, fine. Dude, you know. any chance for somebody to walk in with a championship oh, belt? Ne- next time I'll bring it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe next Wait, time we'll we, bring two. He knows that if he brings his belt to the Sorgatron Media Studios, Sorg, you are likely to cash in money in the bank <laughs> on it. <laughs> who, who knows? Maybe have, next time we'll have two. I do have a large briefcase in the back <laughs> that resembles that I keep a soundboard in that 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 I could go Ronda Rousey domestic violence on you. <laughs> Is the soundboard in there just to weigh it down? What's that? Is the soundboard in there just to give it? Yeah, it doesn't weight? work anymore. It blew up a few uh, gigs ago. It just you know, it's it, it's my sensational Sherry brick in the purse. Uh, so. <laughs> Anyways, this thank you so much for coming back, of yeah. course, and a lot of fun uh, it to be had tonight. And, of course, you guys joining us, thank you so much. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Give a shout-out to our friend Basic Sickness. I just borrowed another one of his tunes for our new Mayhem Underground podcast that we had this past week and relaunching of our Lucha Underground coverage with uh, co-executive producer uh, Chris Joseph joining us uh, shortly after the Lucha Underground Season 4 premiere went on off the air. Uh, go check that out and check out our friend basicsickness.com and check him out on the Facebook and his music videos on YouTube. Uh, also, uh, please drop us an email at our email address. Good times. Good times. Good times at mayhem, wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Our 412-206-WMS0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show, myself or Mad Mike. You can tell by the tone. Trust me. He's the angry one. Hence the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely... Also, also, with the hashtag... MM. Hashtag Sorg whenever I think about it. Wrestling Man Show on the Facebook. Here at the Wrestling Man Show Facebook group, we're having a lot of great discussions. The community is wild over there, sharing a lot of fun things, um, getting getting sad or depressed about the John Cena and Nikki Bella situation. It's up. It's down. Vasectomies are reversed. It's it, it's it's just a preview for the next season. I know you didn't intend for that to sound wrong, but it did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's a way for that to sound it's right. It's cut. It's not cut. You know, who it's knows what's cut? going on? Listen, yeah. I'm not an expert in vasectomies. It's but getting uncut, just like getting Ron, 1993. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, this is the kind of stuff that you can be a part of in the Wrestling Mayhem Show group, as well as joining us here live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on our Facebook. Uh, live and check out the Wrestling Mayhem Show and be in the chat room like so many of you, like Raider Mike, like Dave Potter, like Tina Keys, like Tommy Trueblood, like Alex Miller, Alex Cars, and a whole bunch of other people hanging with us tonight. Thank you so much, uh, Mayhem Nation, for that. Subscribe to us, iTunes, No Music, Pod, uh, Apple Podcasts. I, everything changed the name because now there's Google Podcasts. There's uh, so I need to so change my list. Where again. where are we subscribing? Listen, at? if there's a podcast network that or app that you have, just look up the Wrestling Mayhem Show. If we're not there, hit us up at that email address. What was that again? Good times. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com, and we'll get signed up so you can have your mayhem too. And, of course, thank you to our streaming partner, the 405media.com, that's been carrying us every midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time, so you can fall asleep to the sweet, sweet sounds of mayhem. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. This month, we had Patreon in the bank, and uh, Bradley, of course, uh, cashed in for his 
uh, skyscraper movie poster. Thanks to uh, Rob, cameraman Rob, for these uh, sweet, sweet prizes that we're going to have here over the next couple months. Uh, but this month, if you're a Patreon supporter for the month of July, uh, we'll have our Patreon the bank in probably the first week or two of July for this. Again, we'll do it uh, live on Twitch. I'll actually uh, pre-announce it for you guys since it was such a success last month. But this month, you get the you get the cock poster right there. Just a poster of a chicken silhouette. No, it actually also has John C on it. Pre vasectomy reversal. No, that's the other guy. <laughs> there he is. Look at him. He's like maybe, maybe it's cut, maybe it ain't. Who knows? Uh, but you guys can uh, question that as he hangs on your wall if you win Patreon on the bank. Again, everybody goes in their hat for that and gets a number in the Patreon rumble. And, of course, thank you to the people that are already a part of this fan of the show. $1 level. Bo Diggity! Woo! Ed Burke, Tina Keys, Bobby F. J. Town, the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment, and at the Pocky Club, $5 level that's going to join us. Wow, that was a wild one for the gold this week that you guys are going to get. Our friends at Occupy Pro Wrestling, Christopher Bishop, Bradley Ruthers, Hill Bradley, that won that last uh, month's poster, and Doc Remedy. Doc, how long is my entrance? Uh, music remedy and at the pizza club $10 level Billy Johnson and JD Jones you guys can support the show too and keep the lights on for us here at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show let's talk about some wrestling guys um money in the bank was this past weekend and it was the moneyest of money in the banks uh we had uh, of course uh, was it what? <laughs> Can we talk about the good show that was this weekend? Wait, yeah, let's start with that one. Kazuna Road. Is that it? <laughs> no, I was gonna say Takeover. But... Oh, okay, okay, that'll work too. Wait, why isn't why isn't Takeover on the rundown? Actually, why right. isn't it on the rundown, Sword? Slight because... oversight. It's like, it's like, oh, if you want to, we can talk about Takeover. I'm just gonna throw. I'm just gonna rip up the format. I'm sorry, uh, so... Sorg, It's called the wrestling. Mayhem show, yes, not the wrestling format show. That's right? true too. What are we doing? Notice there's nothing printed out. That means nothing is <laughs> concrete here on the show. Cards just, subject to change. <laughs> Podcast subject to change. Missy, you need to start writing the notes on a cinder block <laughs> and throw it through the window. <laughs> should really be the title. Of the, that should really be the title of this podcast. Podcast subject to change, and we just talk about something new every week. <laughs> This week's about sailboats. All right, so takeover was this weekend. The wrestling show this weekend, not the entertainment, not the sports entertainment show this weekend, apparently. Um, and I'm sorry, Sunday night. <laughs> it's basically what it should be the subtitle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, takeover was really good. <laughs> I'm glad you have such great insight into the show. In hey, summary, okay, it, so it was it was amazing. Like takeover had. It's amazing to me how consistent TakeOver has been. Even the not-so-great TakeOvers, which there have not been many, Mm -mm. are still, A, better than the pay-per-view that follows them, and two, like, still averaging a 7 out of 10. You know... I, I, I was, uh, Larry, was I talking with you about this concept, the, the, the New Japan concept that I was having with NXT? Yeah. yeah. So... I was thinking about this. And why is this? Why is this? And, and and I got to thinking about how, why is New Japan so kick-ass, right? How many shows do they have, right? Um, how many big shows do they have? How Are they on the road as much as WWE guys? And you look at the NXT, 
And I feel like it's our um, conceptually our new Japan as far as show quality, right? These guys get two a two two and a half hour show every two three to three months. months, right? They do four hours of programming a month for the WWE Network. They get the workshop stuff on the on the house shows far more, right? Mm-hmm. Or in front of in armories in Date City. Um, then when you show up and those guys are vying for an opportunity, of course they're going to blow your mind every time. It, it's also not run by an octogenarian who thinks men dressing in, in dresses is funny. Mm. It's because the creative process is organized out of necessity. They have to pre-tape you know, four episodes at a time uh, when they're at full show or wherever they are. So they have to know exactly what point they're trying to get to, and they can't stray from that because they've got to do all their stuff in one taping. So all the storylines are set. They know exactly where they're going. They know exactly what they're trying to pay off. And another very important thing, NXT has happy endings, whereas in WWE, you get heels winning all the freaking time, and it just depresses you. You don't want to see it anymore. People who you don't want to see win keep on winning. But in NXT, now granted – you know, it went the other way in the main event uh, this past weekend. What happy ending are you talking about? In general, Michael, um, <laughs> you do get a happy ending um, when you go to an NXT show. This takeover ended like Infinity War, <laughs> and we gotta wait. No, a whole, we gotta wait a whole year to get the resolution. You know, you know what's great about this main event is that it's in the back it feels so good. Yeah, right. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, if they're doing this match a second time between Gargano and Champa, you got to think that Champa's going to find some way to get a win. But as they drag out that whole scene with with Gargano taking Champa to the back of the arena and dropping him through the table, and you're watching Champa get stretched out, you're like, I, I guess Gargano's going to win this thing. But no, he, you know, it, it, it's just brilliant how they can um, just it's just says so much about how good Gargano and Champa have been um, in this feud. This is the feud of the year. Nothing is topping this. It's incredible. Um, and, and I don't know if Gargano and Champa will ever get to this level ever again. I mean, you just got to gotta fully embrace and enjoy what they're giving us and mm-hmm. get really excited about the fact that they're – Probably is going to be a third match at some point down the line, and God knows what that's going to be. And Brooklyn to the death. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I think Brooklyn might have a third person involved. Mm-hmm. Candace and that Alistair Black. Oh, <laughs> because Alistair Black said Johnny could have an NXT title shot. Champa interrupted that. I wouldn't be surprised if. Champa says, "Hey, I beat Gargano. Where's my NXT title shot?" And Gargano interrupts that, thus maybe setting up a triple threat. See, to I'm me, just, that doesn't feel like a blow off. That feels like a detour, and that's fine because that means we get that match and another match later on. But I, I tell you what, it, it, it's awesome that the door's open now for Champa to get the title shot against Black, mm-hmm. and you could just sidebar this whole thing. And send Gargano to fight, I don't know, someone else. I mean, who cares? I mean, Johnny Gargano is going to have the best match anyway. Put him in there with some loser. Um, Fresh off the bus. I don't care. This may be controversial. I don't think that was the best match on the show. Nope. No. I agree. No. Definitely. Nope. Uh, That probably goes to Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. And okay. speaking I'll, of which, well, first of all, Podner's in the chat room. He says uh, Champa is a god, an evil god, but a god. Uh, he's a wizard. He's, a, he's also a wizard. He's, he's a wizard. He, he does. He is a wizard. <laughs> Tiny wizard. Uh, Tina says, "Kudos to Velveteen Dream with the Hulk Hogan Prince Puma dig with his yep. outfit." Oh yeah, that was nice really awesome. touch. Dope. It was fucking dope. <laughs> well, that's, that's right. Uh, uh, Tina's thinking a stretcher and ambulance or ambulance match between uh, Chompa and Gargano. Oh no, those are lame. Death match. <laughs> those are lame. just straight death match. Brooklyn death match. Mad Mike knows the rules to them. Yeah, actually, wire um, rope, it's, C4. The, it's the first person to say I was a fan of that first. That's, that, that <laughs> I thought it was uh, you get led to the warehouse by someone with the offer of a great deal on a purse, and then you were mugged by a... Uh, <laughs> no, that's a Queen's match. Oh, that's the, that's the start of an open for a Law & Order episode, actually. Yeah. Dun, dun. Uh, wow. Uh, anyways, no, uh, Rick Shavelatin, I, I think that was... Uh, a match that you could have completely transposed into the Lucha Underground. You could have put that anywhere. You could have put that PWG, New Japan, mm-hmm. SmackDown, probably not Raw. <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> anywhere but Raw, basically. Raw. But the, yeah. the range, the range on Prince Puma shooting star press. Like <laughs> Rock Lesnar could have used that at WrestleMania 19. I mean, I'm just saying. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that video game. Like, he can't do that. <laughs> and he does. He's unbelievable. Awesome. Uh, of course, Lars and, uh, Lars and Alistair Black was amazing as well. Uh, you know, it, it was weird until you see him in the crowd. You're like, what do you mean EC3 isn't on this show? The tag title match was awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Tag title match was great. Uh, yeah. Friend of the show, Keith Lee in the audience. Yeah, uh, that, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Who was it that? Uh, who's the friend of the show that got his ass beat by Gargano? Hmm? Oh, right, one of the guys. In oh, the suits Daniel was, Eads, uh, the current RWA yeah. heavyweight champion, was one of the um, uh, uh, suit helper guys. Yeah, when they were helping Champa out, and and Gargano went after it, and and he completely got clocked by him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's like he's a big guy too, so. <laughs> Uh, to see him punked out by Gargano was kind of fun. Uh, he's the man of tomorrow, Daniel Daniel Eads. You, Not anymore. Oh, he, <laughs> he's the he's the I think it's yesterday, Daniel Eads uh, guy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that gets addressed at RWA next month. But yo, know, good on him for getting a look. I mean, he's he's a guy that looks like he should be in WWE. He's he's uh, been a good talent uh, to, to, to watch um, over at uh, RWA down the road. He's got Jamie Noble written all over him. He's <laughs> really. <laughs> He's just a very yeah, tall. Yeah, the agent suit on. He's a very tall Jamie Noble, basically, <laughs> is what you're getting. But a nice blue tie. The blue tie really stuck out. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah, sure. Hard to miss. Hard to miss. Exactly. Um, can we talk about Money in the Bank yet? Well, let me let me throw something out real quick. Just one more thought about NXT before we move on, because this has been kicking around in my brain as um, we see people. Actually, it makes sense tonight too, because someone. Uh, Sanity made their debut on SmackDown tonight, and um, immediately there are tweets from people talking about, "Boy, I hope they really hope they don't screw up these guys after they get called up." And I'm kind of like, if I had a nickel for every time I've heard that one, Mm -hmm. um, because it seems to be the norm. And I finally kind of figured out, like in my brain, I've kind of figured out what NXT is. NXT has become kind of like 
the bachelor slash bachelorette party for a great independent wrestler or something like this. It's your last night on the town. It's your last great feud. <laughs> it's your last great matches before you get called up to the main roster, make a lot of money, but watch like everything kind of like wither away to dust. So uh, that's what kind of NXT is now in my mind. You make a lot of money and lose all self-respect. Kind of. Oh, <laughs> well, speaking of which, moving up to... Are we going to big guess? Big what? <laughs> is that the segue to Big oh, Cass? Oh, that was not the segue. All right, Big Cass <laughs> has come to terms with WWE. Announced today. I don't know. Did they 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 tell him as he arrived at the arena for SmackDown? Is that why we got it today? Uh, had his match with Daniel Bryan. There were reports. I don't know what's supposedly he people were mad because he took liberties with a midget. Did he? I you don't do that in 2018, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, enough about Enzo. Oh, it's a joke because he's a horrible person. I <laughs> they were so high on him for so yeah. long, and I I don't know what what happened. I wasn't high on him, especially when they broke the tag he, team up. I was like, this, I didn't this think it was sucks. bad. I mean, he's I no he Braun. What? What's up? His his injury completely derailed any momentum he had, and yeah. he never got back. No, no. But to give up on him, so readily or but that that definitely wasn't the reason he was let go they wouldn't cut no. him for that I mean, he's he, too tall he screwed up something happened and he screwed yeah. up yeah well and, I, mean, and I, I mean honestly i think you gotta do more than punch a midget to get fired from wwe <laughs> I mean, okay 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 punch punch a little person sorg in november you'll be able to see the realest guys be crowned tna tag team champions so <laughs> you can look forward to that yeah there's that and paul william so uh, you'll you'll be able to uh, appreciate coming to the WrestleCon near you. This is going to be like a plant, just like uh, when Vince Russo went to WCW, just to screw up the competition. So they're going to see he's, he's just letting them go so that they can go to like ROH and Impact just to like screw up their promotion. You believe that rumor, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. You it's believe totally you believe that idea. <laughs> Jeez, you've been going to the wrong website, sir. We need what to we need, we need help you. What website? You've been reading the wrong part. It was of on the network. It was on the network. It was on their own <laughs> network. They don't tell lies on that. <laughs> no, no, no. There is no revisionist history on the WWE network no. at all. No, of course Jeez. not. Oh. The second after Stone Cold Steve Austin said Austin three sixteen says I will whip your ass. There were thousands of signs in the arena. <laughs> thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of signs in the arena? Yes, for Austin, <laughs> because it was immediate. Weren't they in, like, they were in Madison Square Garden, right? No. Well, I don't know if it was the next day or anything, but yeah, no. No, I, don't, I think you're thinking about when he, like, actually uh, finally did a Stone Cold Stunner to Vince. No, I'm just thinking you can't September fit hundreds 22nd, of thousands of people 1997. arena. 1997, that's right. Um, no, I, I know the exact date because it was my mom's birthday, and I was pissed I couldn't watch Raw that night. <laughs> wow <laughs> oh how time wow. have changed I, I was watching thanks oh, that was awesome <laughs> the night that uh, chat room. there's something in the page. chat room what is stuff yeah. in the chat room um, I was is it very the... upset I watch he power drove him through the flimsiest table of all time it was terrifying <laughs> to watch uh, but hey Slammiversary is coming up so uh, you oh, know no. you never know uh, you never know oh, it's probably a no compete clause uh, for a let go like that? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. 
I guess so. Um, thirty days. Speaking of people, what? What? Oh, okay. You guys have a conversation. Over there. Speaking oh, of people that turn people's stomachs uh, uh, on the show, James Ellsworth returned. Yes. Yes. The, well, the highlight of Money, Money in, in the, the Bank. Bank was creepy Oscar. James Ellsworth. The greatest surprise you could have gotten out of that pay-per-view. Did anybody else... He he pulled the mask off, which is creepy enough, and you saw the chin. Did anybody else just reactively go, ew? No, I popped. You popped. I scared my 20-year-old cat to death. And then she came back to life. you remember how I told you last night that WWE was, um, like, the, the main event for Extreme Rules last year is probably going to be the main event for Extreme Rules this year? Yes. Do you remember what they did at Money in the Bank last year that I called specifically? No. Yes. The James Smith was going to grab the... Oh, yes. Why yes. are we in a loop? Why are we in a temporal Welcome to loop? it. Welcome to it. So that so that James Ellsworth could go and have an epic encounter with Gilberg at IWC, available on IndieWrestling.us. Uh, and you know, you know what? I bet that's wow. why they let Big Cass go. So they could afford to bring Ellsworth back. So they could afford yeah, to bring Ellsworth. They had, a, and they had to clear money. that salary cap. Yep. Yeah, and then one day, you know, we'll have and I don't know, big cast and Ryback at we had, we had we had that conversation yesterday about how uh, WWE kept hiring all the like uh, like the well te- well established <laughs> veterans from TNA, I'm yeah, and it. all the new guys that are developed there just don't like don't get a shot anymore. Breaking news: What's happening on up. SmackDown, guys? I can't even. I can't even. Oh my god, this booking is so good. Vince is a genius. <laughs> Wait, God, what? That octogenarian oh. crazy son of a bitch has done it again. <laughs> the Miz is God. <laughs> he did it. The Miz is God. So, alright. So, hold on. <laughs> I, just for derailing the entire they're, show. They're into the fourth man of the Scotland match, and everyone has gotten over. It's amazing. I don't know how they're doing it. <laughs> Brian first went up against Big E. Uh, really long match. Then Joe. And he and Joe had awesome run. And Brian was able to beat Joe despite being dead, like almost literally dead. The next person coming out is Miz. Well, you got to tell him how he, beat, how he beat Joe. Did you I want didn't, to tell him how he beat Joe? It, was, it was one of the deals where they're both getting counted out, and, and Brian slips away and sneaks into the ring at nine, and Joe gets left like a step behind and gets counted out at 10. And they cut to Joe, and he's like, the fuck? You know? Anyway, continue. So, so Brian's laying dead in the ring. The next guy is the Miz. Miz runs out the fastest I've ever seen him. Like, like the Cleveland Browns just won the fucking Super Bowl. He gets Miz the skull crushing finale. He gets Brian the skull crushing finale immediately and pins him, and then just throws him out of the ring. You missed a you missed a, a thing that happened. Yeah, you see the Basham brothers. Or no, the, uh, I've been calling them the Basham brothers, the Bludgeon brothers. Oh, who fights AJ Styles? And the winner is Mad Mike because I don't care. I just want to see who it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for the detour story. That was just yes, that yeah, was an amazing. Sound turned down like you know, the corner of my eye. I can see him looking at him and like, oh, just <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Anyways, back to money in the bank. James Ellsworth. Money in the bank. James Ellsworth Say something is back. Nice about money in the bank. <laughs> Ellsworth is back. It's great. I'm so happy he's back. Thank you should have Oscar. God, Ellsworth is back. On I'm top sorry, of that, I'm it's still not enough for me to renew my WWE no, it, Network subscription. No, 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 no. Uh, it should it have could, been both iconics dressed as Oscar. <laughs> that's what I thought it was going to be. Like was, standing like on each other's shoulders. 
like a giant Oscar <laughs> monster from Bojack Horseman. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey, Mike. Let's not. Oh, oh man. Oh, that was your cue. Great match. That was your cue. Great I was waiting match. for your cue. What? Fine match. I'll jump in. Great match. Okay. Ronda's unnatural at mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Just not talking. At least in the ring. She's got some work to do on the verbals and whatnot. Uh, you don't want her at your announced position uh, for an extended period of time. But, like, when she gets in the ring, it's freaking great. She Almost just, like, does – what? Nia is 100 pounds heavier than her. Who's killing who? Come on, she, man. Um, did you see that judo throw? She almost yeah, killed Yeah, she's Nia. probably done it 10 million freaking times. I'm pretty sure she knows what she's doing. She comes from judo, Mike. Yes, but judo, <laughs> you're supposed to hurt people. Wrestling, you're supposed to not hurt people. Exactly, and she already is pretty good at not hurting people. She's throwing <laughs> strikes. Her strikes look good. She hasn't I hurt mean, anyone in her last two matches. Hey, those what referees. Those, <laughs> those referees. Those referees got the referee the match after they took some punches from her. They're all right. They're cool. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. By the way. By the way, being great. being a referee in WWE and being told, "Hey, you're going to take a punch from a name MMA fighter tonight." <laughs> like seems like a bad day at the job, right? I don't want to break up another Brock Lesnar brawl. Don't worry, he's never coming back. It's Ronda Rousey. <laughs> that might be worse. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was. I thought it was. That's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I thought it was a fun match. I love, uh, and of course, what are you going to do but have some shenanigans? With uh, uh, Rhonda and the Money in the Bank and Alexa Bliss. And I just woke up my echo, I'm sure. Um, nope. No, it's good? Okay. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> I, no, I thought it was what it needed to be. We're going to have something fun at SummerSlam with her, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, and and I don't believe that Rhonda's been painted in a corner here, Mike. I asked, no, she's been booked in a corner. Booked in a corner. Because- because they can't have her lose, but they don't want her to be champion. No. She'll lose eventually, but you don't beat her right off the bat. No, nope. you yeah, don't get her the title. So what's the problem? The champion. The problem? You've never seen a BS finish to a title match in your life before. A month ago, AJ Styles and Nakamura kicked each other in the dick and knocked each other out. <laughs> <laughs> we get BS endings to title matches all the time, Mike. I don't see where this anger's coming from. Why are you Maybe. focusing this on her? Maybe not her fault. Maybe that's why NXT is so good. Maybe that's why New Japan is so good because they make way for these fucking title matches that they give us winners. There's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not but a lot you're of not watching, but you weren't watching New Japan and you weren't watching NXT. You're watching WWE main roster where BS rules and stuff gets strung what along together, and we're going in an endless circle around and around and around. And you can skip Raw every single Monday like me and not miss anything and still talk intelligently about wrestling on a Tuesday night podcast. What, what did I say? What did I say? Wait, wait a minute. Did you just give away, you just give away a secret here? <laughs> no. Are you saying I never yes, have Matt, to watch Raw again? Every week. Newbies, pro minutes. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, I don't blame you. What have I been telling you on Mike? What have I, Mike, what have I been telling you on the wrap-up about how I watch WWE anymore? Yeah, you don't watch it. You half watch it while you're doing other shit. No, no, not that part of it. That wasn't the point I was trying to make last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point I was trying to make last night. But oh, also... Boy, I- Kind of accurate. No, actually uh, watching intently on the product, and that's why I get so angry with it. Listen, listen. I you watch New Japan, you watch Rise Wrestling, a thirty-man Iron Man match, 
I don't show up for Raw expecting what I just saw over the weekend. Right, but you it, should. It, what, wait, wait, should I? This is uh, this is how, why 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 are they going to change and improve their shitty writing uh, when when they're the most sought over financially sought after program in like cable history right now? I'm not. I'll defend- start expecting better creative from WWE main roster when I start getting better creative from main <laughs> roster. <laughs> That's WWE. it. That's it. Until I mean, then, I'm just. It's just junk food. It's wrestling Walmart. What it more is. do you want me to say? It is. Right. It is. It's it's something right. for me to consume in. That's kind of like something I like. That, that to put into me that Sorg, that I think, I think that that, that maybe I feel a tiny bit <laughs> shitty about afterwards, but I'm going to come back to it anyway. I feel like we need Sorg, to have an intervention. Sorg, have, are you in an abusive relationship with wrestling? <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> are you, Mike? Are you saying oh, Raw I, is his I, impact? Well, give me an NXT takeover, man. It's really good. Every once in a while, man. Well, you're gonna. You're gonna tear away at your face there if you guys aren't on video. I'm sorry. There's a lot of scratching. All right. Well, you know what else? You know what else? That uh, you you it is not like junk food. Match money in the bank. You know what you can put in your body and feel good about? Slice on Broadway. Thank you to our friends at sliceonbroadway.com. Right up the street here. It's all the pepperoni and cheese and bread and tomato sauce and whatever you put on your pizza. Pineapple, maybe. Or, we won't judge you. So uh, time last year, I was eating slice on Broadway. Th- at this time last year, th- on this day last year, on I was this eating- on this June nineteenth, yes, of twenty seventeen. Yes, I was eating slice on Broadway. That's nice, isn't it? Just I was go. eating it with you, Sorg. We had a pizza party. We had a pizza party. We did. We I don't remember the pizza party. It's a pizza party every Tuesday, Mike. All right, but we had a pizza party for me last year. It was oh, great. Oh, happy pizza party. It was great. We all sat upstairs. Mm-hmm. I had like some root beer. And I literally, like, and, and I went to, I, we, my brother came into town uh, to do some stuff. And I was like, well, you're here. Let's go to Slice on Broadway. Uh, so I've double sliced today. Uh, but anyways, go check them out. They're right here. As I mentioned, the OG supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Uh, nope, that's not right. That's a screensaver. Uh, there it is. Also, PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, Carnegie PA, Main Street, and the East End, four locations in the area. And the ca- the campaign that they don't know about. I don't know. Maybe they have. I don't know if you guys have been tweeting them. If you have a Broadway Avenue in your town, just like Alex Carr's down in Long Beach, California, take a picture of an empty storefront. Tell them, hey, there's a Broadway. You should put a slice here. And uh, make sure you tag them. Uh, on Facebook, Slice on Broadway, uh, Slice on Broadway on Instagram, or PGH underscore Slice on Twitter, and say, "Please slice me, bro." Uh, here's a here's a here's a storefront on uh, Broadway Avenue, and uh, until the mayhem sent you, don't kick the door down. Uh, thank you so much, Slice on Broadway. Uh, so, anyways, let's get back around. It. So, Todd, yes, I, you're still here. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I'm enjoying listening to you guys. I'm just trying to find a place to jump in. No, you know it's fine. It's been a runaway train, and I'm glad that you're 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 at least a little bit trying to take a grip on the caboose and stay on here. <laughs> uh, but what did, what uh, Money in the Bank? You watched it. Uh, right. What 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 did you like out of the night? Uh, I love what they're doing with Rousey. The new direction, less talking, less smiling, 
Les Vanish. Les Funny Buddy with Natty. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, they were taking a weird direction with her. I think they're protecting her pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as she, uh, you know, they're. I don't think they're going to let the reins go all the way yet. But uh, I like what they're doing with her. I uh, I hate what they're doing with uh, Roman Reigns. Um, I always say when it rains, it bores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I did turn off the pay-per-view during that match. <laughs> and then and then to put a, and then to pair him with Lashley mm-hmm. leading into the next step. I I'm just like could that be the two most boring people in the entire company? <laughs> right, right. Right. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, it it definitely is. It's not working well for that. I mean, I can't We we were having that discussion here like Lashley I don't remember Lashley being terribly memorable the first time around, right? Right, no. I don't know why they brought him He was back. like Vince's goon at one point, isn't it? it? Wasn't he involved in the Trump hair match? Yeah. He was, he was, he was Trump's favorite wrestler, Bobby Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, the, only, the only reason I remember that is because one of my friends has a married couple friend on Long Island, and their names are Bobby and Lindsay. <laughs> I think of that fucking angle, you know. And it's, but he, he's not Mister Personality by no, any means. No, no, no. It's weird because I mean, you see, like you know, the Hardys like went and did stuff and came back. By the way, the Hardys twenty four seven was incredible. Uh, I, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, Mike, but they even do cover like Jeff Hardy's most recent DUI. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> since returning to the WWE, like they, they touch on all that. I was stuff. shocked he came back. They after that. they show uh, they showed the Jeff Hardy incident at Victory Road with Sting and talked to oh, Bischoff wow. and Sting about it and show the footage and show Bischoff in the ring and you hear him calling the match. I need um, to watch it. It's I need good. To watch it. it's they be- talk about the development of the of the broken characters and like like filming it and everything. Watch it. Did they show footage of the like the of the ultimate deletions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, Even man, and okay. Abyss makes an appearance. Um, really? It, yes, it is for real. Oh, it's shit. as if they okay. completely have access to TNA footage, which they do, and they, it's just like they were doing any other wrestling documentary series. Wow, it is I'm incredible. Excited. It is real. It is. It is. I kind of wish they did that with the Kurt Angle one. I uh, yeah. Well, I think it's before they cut whatever deal, right? Yeah. Um, so. And I still think your GWN is going to be absorbed any day now, or you're going to find out that. Uh, uh, I mean, I think you're going to find out I can add two bucks to my subscription and get GWN footage or something. Storg, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there may be something coming down the pipeline where additional footage may be added to the network. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. saying. Uh, <laughs> Just no, say no. You you act like you know something. Like I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing at something, but I wouldn't be surprised. No, yeah, no. I I mean, it just it just kind of looks like that the way that it, it's going and as open as they are. They, there's already been stuff about talks about like things like evolve maybe being added to the network, and you know they're kind of reaching down into those uh, uh, other shows. Uh, Money in the Bank. We didn't talk about any actual Money in the Banks. Of course, Alexa Bliss winning and. Uh, and, and cashing in as we did I mention. I was gonna say one of them's already cashed in, so we don't really have to talk about it. Uh what I I do want to talk about, I think very handedly, uh that men's money in the bank is my favorite money in the bank. Because you went into it, and other than maybe Kofi, you felt like anybody could have gotten that. Yeah. But I feel mm-hmm. bad because I knew Kofi wasn't gonna win it and I wanted him to win it. Really Me badly. too. 
Me too, a little bit. That would have been but like really, Ziggler winning the Intercontinental they, title. Would they? Ha- I mean, you, you have like these dreams in your head of like, man, it'd be great if Kofi won it, and then like they they did a free bird roll with the briefcase. And we're like, well, who's going to cash it in? Who knows? Um, and oh, pancakes. Sorry, you're doing that writing thing again. The, I, the, the, I'm <laughs> doing that that uh, thinking and like, oh, that'd be great if they did this. It'd be great if they did that. Uh, but but uh, Bobby Roode, it could have elevated him. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunity there. And they and, gave it to the one person who didn't really. But it, it. but it felt True. like I agree. With yes, that. but yeah, he didn't need it other than a reason to bring it back around. And you don't know what they're going to do with it too. Like there was there's probably something around. You know, we see something like that. It's not the obvious thing, right? It's it's comes around to it i mean i don't know braun came out last night i said as soon as brock lesnar shows his face i'm cashing in that seems pretty definitive to me (laughs) i think that almost is um a good way to to kind of work this extended absence of brock lesnar Mm -hmm. um you use his absence to build up braun his mere absence implies that he is afraid of Braun. Braun says he's going to cash in the second he walks in the door. Brock doesn't show up. Brock must be afraid of Braun. Him, him saying Inevitably, he's going to show up, and then, but, we, then it goes down. But see, that would work if Brock hadn't already beaten Braun. He's, right, beaten, but, he's beaten Braun before one-on-one. He's like one of the only people to have done that. Right. But that was in WWE years mm-hmm. a while ago. Brock could say... I'm better than I was back then. I'm tougher, whatever. Um, I think enough time has passed that you can reasonably expect a different outcome this time um, in a rematch. Hmm. I, I hope so. Because I, I that, think, that belt needs to be back on Raw. I, I think Braun saying he's going to cash in immediately just says that we're not going to see Brock Lesnar until SummerSlam. We're yep. not even going to see him until the, in the paper in the Raws leading up to SummerSlam. Related... Headline that just came up as I was opening my Google app to try to look up something else. Uh, don't ask Triple H about Brock Lesnar's status while he's talking about the UK tour. <laughs> so I think that kind of puts where that. Why? What happened? Well, yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a nice uh, Dutch door action. Like at SummerSlam, Brock is going to lose the Universal Title to either Braun or whoever wins the Fatal whatever way match mm-hmm. at Rolls. Lashley, excuse me, sorry. Right here in um, Pittsburgh, PA. Mayhem yeah. represent. And at the same time, Rousey's probably going to win the Raw Women's title and essentially be Lady Brock Lesnar because she's not going to defend the title ever. Mm-hmm. So the, they're running into the same problem with Brock Lesnar that they are that they have with Ronda Rousey. So you think that that's what they're doing with Rousey? I think they're going to build Rousey up to the point where she's untouchable, and I think she's going to lay down for Charlotte at some point. Oh, yeah, next year at WrestleMania. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be good. Next, next year at WrestleMania. But and th- and there's a big difference between Ronda, you know, defending the title every you know month or so, and Brock Lesnar just ghosting on us after WrestleMania and just disappearing until mm-hmm. yeah, SummerSlam. But, but maybe. if Ronda doesn't have like matches on Raw, I'd argue it's more frustrating. Well, it's not like the Universal title's getting defended. So, on I Raw think either. she's gonna be there. Yeah, but but at least Ronda shows up on Raw occasionally mm-hmm. and does segments and stuff. What's that, Todd? Like, I think Ron is gonna be there more than you think. Definitely more than Lesnar. Well, I, th- I think she's full. <laughs> I think she's that's full. Not, that's not a. But, like, I, that's a. I think I'm she's gonna be a full Lesnar. blown. She's gonna be there Monday every Monday, 
maybe three Mondays out of she's the month. She's probably not doing house shows. Yeah. Well, no, right. she is doing house shows. That's the thing. Oh, really? Like from what I heard, she she did tag matches at like on like the European tour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She's wrestling at the MSG house show, and I'm like. Yeah. Why the fuck can't we just have her wrestle on Raw and book her like a normal person? Maybe this is her getting the kinks worked out too. I, I you guess, know? but but if you have to do that, wait unintroduced. Wanda, her. okay, okay, Mike, it's Mike, Mike. okay, wait, did, okay. Here's an intervention. They didn't have a choice of when they were going to introduce. Here's a, wait, 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 here, wait, wait. Here's an intervention, Mike. Yeah. I know you want Ronda Rousey to be just another regular wrestler, so you see her every week. She told me she was going to be. Yes. Ronda, said that. Ronda yes. is a damn liar. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Let's get that out of the way. Let's just say that's a rule. Let's set it aside. Um, right. So you have a special attraction like her. Mm-hmm. She's your Andre the Giant of this era. No. No. Go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not no, going to agree with that. You don't just put her out there every week. Uh, but Andrea Giant implies that there's no one like her in the entire wrestling industry. There isn't. There, there isn't. isn't. There isn't. No, no, not even close. Shayna Baszler was never as no. big. In no, 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 no. Or anywhere yeah. else in MMA as Ronda Rousey ever But we're not talking about as popular. We're talking about She is a special attraction. And if you use her as anything other than a special attraction... Ex UFC star, you know, if you see her, it's a big deal. Okay. If um, you don't use her any other way than that, if you treat her like just another girl you signed and we're doing this thing, like even if you treat her like Shayna Baszler, you're losing money. Counter argument Ken Shamrock. Ken a- Shamrock was one of No, no, no. UFC, can you take Ken Shamrock? Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock was Ken Shamrock in WWF in the '90s was like the Bellator fighters or whoever that gets featured on TNA today. It, it, UFC was a C-list sport in the '90s. It was nowhere near its potential. Like it would be like if you took um, Bobby Lashley and put him on TNA. <laughs> No, no, Tank, I'm trying to think. Tank so. Abbott on WCW. Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow. No, that's completely different. Lawrence Taylor was an NFL Hall of Famer. Yes. That's completely different. How? Okay. Top people the on UFC. signed on for one match. Top people in UFC are on the level of, of a top NFL person, I think. If you drop Today, them in the rest. Not, Today. Not 10 Today. Lawrence Taylor didn't sign a contract no. to become a WWE wrestler. He signed up for one match at a gimmick WrestleMania. Okay, okay. I need a better example example for Lawrence Taylor. But still, you well, you don't see where I'm coming from. Uh, but I see where you're coming from. I don't agree with how I don't agree. That's how she should be used. Mm-hmm. You may one day see them put Ronda Rousey in a match on Raw to pop a rating, but that's going to be the purpose. It's going to be a pop a rating. You keep running her out there every single week. People are going to get tired of it. You can't okay. do the same thing over and over again. That's why you're sick to death of Dolph Ziggler. Can you see him every week for the last like 10 years? But Dolph Ziggler. 10 years. <laughs> had to work it then. But Dolph Ziggler is completely different. Like Dolph Ziggler is complacent for complacency's sake. Like All right. if Ronda Rousey wrestled every week, 
I'd be good with it. Mm-hmm. Like even if it was just tag matches, because they're not really booking her. Because to book someone, you have to book them right. in to progress angles. Either way, we have to end this conversation because I just got a note from the producer that she's lost in this conversation because you keep saying UFC and she keeps hearing KFC and they're not a sponsor, so we need to move on. <laughs> Anyways. I want popcorn chicken. In other news, in, a, in some faraway land that, that some uh, faraway fictional land Named the United Kingdom, uh, a tournament is going on that we don't believe in uh, until Monday when we see uh, it on uh, on uh, on TV. Oh, wait, it's pre-taped. I, I'm confused. I thought they were live next week no. with uh, WWE ter- UK wait, tournament. Oh, is the airing, tournament going on now, or is it prime time in the UK? Apparently, they're airing um, and they're recording now. Uh, so I'm avoiding the internet. But anyways. Um, uh, don't follow any WWE uh, channels on Instagram because they will spoil something for you. Nope. And I'm very upset about it. Yep. Anyways. So that's happening. But along with that was the announcement for the Triple H and Johnny Saint, the new GM of NXT UK. That's awesome. Which seems like the right thing to do. Because you got to think, if they're going to do a UK show, it's not like UK Raw. It's not like a 205 Live. This is still developmental they're pulling in people from the area you know regionally and 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 you it's know wrestling. doing stuff with them right? they're wrestling they're, they're hey and they're wrestling, they're wrestling. i'm <laughs> so. excited for another show that's going to be better than raw <laughs> but with an accent yes <laughs> i mean i can't hate that there's, there's a thousand percent more chance of doctor who references on nxt uk than there is on raw and so i'm that's, entirely on board and that's a win you want wrestling yes. with an accent July 8th, G1 Special in San Francisco at the Cow Palace. I think it's a little more than an accent. I, yeah, I yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of British guys on that show, too. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I'm excited for this, except for that it's another hour of wrestling that we'll have to try to watch every week. Um, but, uh, midweek war. Midweek war. Midweek. Ah. Um, <laughs> Don't forget the midweek infinity war at this point. Yeah, yeah. NXT, that doesn't end well for anyone. Two hundred five live ROH impact. I think we're just going to do an uh, uh, all NXT shows podcast, so we're going to call it a uh, developing situation. Um, <laughs> G one starts at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock or eight o'clock. Eight o'clock Eastern. Eastern. Oh, because they're in, in America. In they're in San Francisco. Dreaming? You're. Re- oh wait, you're really selling us on this new Japan. Larry, oh yeah, I'm um, trying to get you off that Larry, stupid network. Larry, what? I know we do this later. You know what? No, I'm just going to do it later because your thing is, what did you learn from New Japan this week? Yeah, we'll do that uh, later. So hold on that later. Uh, but anyway, so WWE uh, UK NXT, that's so many letters, is happening. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Larry, I do want you to tell me before we head to the break about what is happening in the world of Street Fighter. Because I know you watched the entire thing. Oh, you're talking oh, about the uh, oh, um, Kenny Omega versus Xavier Woods in Street Fighter. Yes. At uh, E3? Yes. E3? Um yeah, so they had a Street Fighter tournament, um, first to five wins, and the losers had to eat habanero peppers to the stem. And you mm-hmm. can go on YouTube, and there's an hour-long stream of it. This has been going on a while, because I just accidentally brought up a video between the two of them from 2016. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're- 
there was a whole history of it. They've there have been tweets back and forth. Even the official Street Fighter channel got involved on the tweets. Well, they were they were broadcast, I believe, on the official channel. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, great lines. I know, like Omega saying, "Enjoy the main event, uh, Xavier. It's the only one you're going to get." Um, it, 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 this is this is like the best of internet <laughs> he he called he called he called out their bet their bad trash talking for not bringing their writers with them mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. he he talked about uh yeah he basically just bashed every bad thing about wwe that but everyone else makes fun of on that but it also was show. proven that the new day is better at street fire than the elite than the than the elite <laughs> but because first they had a team battle true mm-hmm. True. First, they had a team battle, and I'm just guessing the Young Bucks are not good at Street Fighter. Nope. Really? Yeah, they're just yeah. like dragged along they, by Kenny. Yeah. But, but neither neither were their New Day. The New Day were not good at Street Fighter either. No, Kofi's good. He was okay. Co- Kofi's Kofi's good. I, I watch a lot of Up Up Down Down. Kofi's Kofi's better at fighting games than Big E is definitely. But Unless it's you. It, I, I I got a, a good chuckle out of. Uh, during the fin- the final match, uh, Kenny Omega was playing as Cody for the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Street Fighter character named Cody, and it was yes. hilarious. He looks like Cody. Rhodes. He looks like Cody Rhodes. <laughs> he does. He looks exactly he like does. business dude Cody Rhodes. Also, yeah. I mean, this must be a Capcom thing because the 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 new guy from uh, the new uh, um, Devil May Cry looks a lot like Cody Rhodes. Yeah, too. like and, scary and also, like Cody Rhodes. Um, Xavier Woods has a character in Bomberman. Yes. yes. Can we this? Like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I kind of just want to buy the new Bomberman so I can play as Xavier Woods. You know, I mean, if, if anything ever happens with Xavier Woods in WWE, like he has a career as just a YouTuber or a Twitcher, I guess. Right. I mean, because yeah. he's, he's built this brand up. I don't know if WWE like. I'm hoping he has copyright of it, you know, because oh of up, up, down, down. Yeah, they're not affiliated with that. Yeah, they, uh, they've, they've started kind of carrying a little bit of it on. They promote, like, they promote it. They promote it on like the YouTube thing, but but a lot of them are doing their own thing too. Yeah, he has his own sponsors. Yeah, he has his yeah. own sponsors on up, up, down, down, and they're set. Like sometimes he'll sponsor the WWE game, obviously. Yeah, but like they have other sponsors, like. They had sponsors for Crunchyroll at one point. They had sponsors for this. Um, oh, it was like it's like a powdered juice drink. Like Miz was fighting someone in Dragon Ball Z Fighter, and he was not good. But they're they have their own sponsors and stuff. Like yeah, like they're completely separate from WWE. I kind of like that other career that he has on that other website. I can't mention. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had like a match with Paige. Oh yeah, yeah. But believe me, it was a handicap match. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, I think was. somebody tagged in. Uh, anyways, <laughs> well, on that note, uh, speaking of tagging in, uh, he says before he reads what the ad is, you can tag in Wrestling Mayhem Show and helping you with your getting a word out on your project that we may or may not. <laughs> I just hear a big sigh from the back. That was the producer. <laughs> you almost like, I heard that phone. from the other side of the room through these giant headphones, a sigh. <laughs> Sorg, I could hear that sigh from Poughkeepsie. She is sighing because she knows I'm about to give an email to contact her. Uh, but if you want some great segues like this to help promote your product, looking to advertise, uh, advertise with the Wrestling Mayhem Show. 
It's a thing. More more detail, details on our advertising plans and how we can help you. Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com today. We'll be back with the big question and more mayhem after this note. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. So superb are his talents that out-of-this-world contenders line up to challenge him. Here comes the first one. I feel like we should do a Mad Lib. (laughs) He should just leave details out. We should Mad Lib it. There it is. Matt Carlin. The Guanajuato Mummy. Nino versus La Momia de Guanajuato. Oh, we are not qualified to read this at all. (laughs) All right, let's go across the street and get somebody from the Oh, no. Garza's hating us right now down in El Paso. But uh, it is a wrestling mayhem show. Mad Mike reading excerpts from... What was the name of the book again? Oh, yes. This book is called Nino Wrestles the World Mm. by... Yuyi Morales. Mainstream Matt there. Mad Mike up in Poughkeepsie, New York. Larry from the basement. You need to talk to Joseph into making Lucha Underground a children's series, children's book series. We dropped, <laughs> we, we dropped a lot of ideas on him that, you know, when you, when we're, every time we interview him, if, we, if like Mike or one of us like drops an idea and you're just like, I like that. You're just like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a next season. <laughs> I'm convinced if I lived in L.A., I'd have a co-writing credit. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Or a restraining order. That's also true. And also Todd, Todd DeFazio of the 2017 Podcast of the Year. <laughs> Idiot Radio. Where can people find Idiot Radio? Idiotradio.net. That's right. LDShow.com. That's right. I also have another project I'm working on. Uh-oh. Jim Cren, no restrictions. There you go. Go to the Jim, nice. Cren, Jim Cren fan page. I'm the co-host. Producer guy. Uh, it's, it's a... Really cool experience because, like, that guy's like my him, him Stern, and mm-hmm. for some odd reason, Bubba were my <laughs> idols growing up. And, uh, you know, I got to work with Bubba, I got to work with Kren now. We're saying Bubba the Bulldog, not Bubba, Bubba, the, Bull, not yeah. Bubba the Love Sponge. No, not Bubba the Love yeah. Sponge. Yeah, yeah, remember, we got a broader crowd here, and yeah, that's one they're probably going to know. Yeah, so. <laughs> I got real local, real yin. Bubba the there. Bulldog, who uh, did he train with? Along with Kurt Angle or something, I was believe, it? I believe that's something? what he said. I don't says. know. Kind of weird. Everybody claims to have trained Kurt Angle. Right. <laughs> I, don't I don't think he trained him. I think he trained with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's Brandon K had to do when we had him on. We had a distinction with that because they like show Kurt Angle and like in right. like there's a picture of him like with Brandon K like recently and yeah. everything. Um, so you know, give a little credit to the new school, but I mean, it's just like. Like half of Pittsburgh trainers were like, "Yeah, I trained Kurt Angle." It's like, yeah. "Well, wait, who the fuck trained Kurt Angle? <laughs> you couldn't have all done it. Is it? Did it take a village?" Uh, but that's Pittsburgh for you. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, great stuff. And of course, you know, I was on Idiot Radio. Uh, when was March? February, February, March. Yeah, it was like around that. there. A lot of fun. Uh, really, you guys have a good time over there, and I love it. It's like a, it's like a, uh, the love child of uh, Saturday Night Live uh, weekend update and Howard Stern. Yep. <laughs> kind of makes if you're into fart jokes and midgets and blind guys that are virgins. Yeah, you guys got us come. on the fart joke quota. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we used to have a little higher, but yeah, but yeah. it's kind of. We, we have a blind guy now. His name is Blind Brian. He's a show regular, and we found out he's a 36 year old virgin. So I'm kind of want to wait till he's 40 so we can go 40 year old virgin. Mm-hmm. But uh, my ultimate goal was to find him a Uber driver or Lyft driver to be his girlfriend. 
because then he would always have a ride. Oh, wow. You're making, (laughs) you're making dreams come true over there. Like you're helping, you're helping society. Right. Yeah. He's going to have his own podcast too. (laughs) The big picture with blind Brian on idiot radio. (laughs) I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) All right, everybody. (laughs) Well, nobody else is ready for the big question. Uh, This week, this is one. I think this is a meme that producer Missy found. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it. Actually, I'll pull up the image here. Uh, It was in the messages. No, that looks like secret stuff. Um, There was, there was an image that came up with, uh, with a hire one, fire one, return one. And in this case, a uh, higher one, they're putting uh, Omega, Okada, and uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, and uh, uh, Fire One, Baron Corbin, uh, uh, Braun and Dolph, Return One, CM Punk, oh, Edge, and Batista. Uh, so in a version of Fuck, Mary Kill, <laughs> if you could hire someone from WWE, fire one from WWE, and return a WWE alum, we'll open this up. Who would be your picks That's who would like to tackle so this first it has, it has, so so we have wait hold on so we have to hire someone that's never someone outside there? of wwe that's never been there yes who do you fire pick? someone who's currently there and bring back an oldie but a goodie yes huh you must balance the scales mad mike wow. who do i hate enough to send to wwe oh that's tough <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, all right, I got this. Okay, I got this here. Easy. Fire Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Fire Kenny Omega. And what was what was the third? Re- return an oh. alumni. Return Cody. Ta-da! And now Larry watches Raw again. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yep. I, peti- nope. I petition for the release. No, he stays with New Japan, where Dolph Ziggler does amazing. Yep. That's what I'll do. Maybe <laughs> becomes the next uh, uh, Kenny Omega. I don't know about that, but he'll be pretty good. I don't know. I think I think <laughs> this guy just needs some he, motivation. He could, he could be the next Cody, maybe. It's just it's it's a complacency thing with him. It has to be right, right. Oh yeah. I think yeah. he just wants to do comedy, but needs a backer <laughs> or or better writers. Well, yeah, they all need better writers. All right, who wants to try it next? I need a minute. You need a minute? Yeah. Todd, you what about you, Matt uh Mastery Matt? Uh, I know who his return is. Um, I know who his return is. You know who my return is? Yes. I don't even know who my return is. I How am I supposed to Because I spent a week with you in New Orleans. I know exactly who you're gonna say once you think of it. No, I didn't think about that. Uh-huh. Um, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Uh I'm gonna say higher higher RJ City. Because Good. he's Mr. Sports Entertainment to begin with, and I, I don't know if they'll get the copyright for Knee Arthur uh, from the Golden Girls uh, uh, estate. Uh, I would return. I had it in my head for a moment. Had it in my head for a moment. No, I just want to hire a bunch of people, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would return Juice Robinson. Technically, you stop that. Nice. Technically, okay. he was on WWE, uh, NXT. Once yep. his hand heals from punching through a chair uh, from this weekend, apparently. 
Uh, Larry was telling Poor me Jesus. he's and still wrestling he? with that. What we got? Hand. We gotta let go somebody. We gotta let somebody go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, what Kurt Hawkins? Just put the guy. Why? He's collecting a paycheck, man. He's collecting a paycheck. He's got kids. Uh, he is. Or no? no, no he's not Heath Slater. He's someone who doesn't need that paycheck, like Randy Orton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, That's I good. can agree with that. I can agree with that. Like we don't like we don't need him around, right? If you're like, hey, Randy's back. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's when you get sad and disappointed. That's when oh. we Don't you need to try a movie career or something? I mean, he tried. He he went to the papers if he had to. He would. He would. But uh, yeah, that's fine. Mainstream Matt, you gotta be ready. Uh, all right. Fire Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes. So yes. that the undisputed title will be can be liberated and put onto someone else. Have Ronda Rousey win it. Good work. Um, return, return CM Punk against his will. Wow. <laughs> it's his community have him service. Have promo every single week just because I want to hear him just miserable and basically held against his will, mm-hmm. kind of like how it was before they let him go. Um, <laughs> And who are we going to hire? I'm going to try to go off the page a little bit. Just out of state, out of the Far East. Hire Dalton Castle, because if there's anyone out there who looks like they just like need to be just dropped right into the middle of Monday Night Raw, it's Dalton Castle. And Matt, bring the boys me, with you. Matt, do you want me to tell you who I thought your return was going to be? Sure. Bad News Barrett. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I thought that was a gimme. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Still having trouble getting over. I miss. I, miss I know. Bad. That's what I'm saying. Dude, you hate it whenever like your your favorite wrestler got let go like five years ago, and no one in WWE has sufficiently filled that void since then. Like you did not. I have not adopted a new favorite wrestler since Bad News Barrett left. Like, <laughs> it's it's been on. a rough five years <laughs> for you. I can't find my rebound. It's just not. It's not working. Oh, you're just not ready for a new relationship. I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been five if tried, years. Have you um, tried FarmersOnly.com? <laughs> have you tried <laughs> BritishWrestlersOnly.com? <laughs> Maybe that UK show will give me some. Uh, yeah, look at that Osprey rough. kid. Look at that Grado. I. I mean, okay, maybe not Grado right now. But, Definitely not. Yeah. I mean, okay. That Osprey. That Osprey kid is awesome. Who is that? Grado, Grado, what's the next AIW show? Grado's like on a poster with that with somebody ridiculous. Sorry, I have to look at that. Um, Larry, what, what's your picks? No? All right. Um, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Right. Come on. We're going to fire Roman Reigns. Well, <laughs> I love never it. hire I stole that one for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll pick somebody else. <laughs> no, I got a backup. I got a backup. All right. Um, we're going to. Hire Marty the Moth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and oh god, I didn't think of who to bring back. I feel like we've done that. We've done um, this with well, Blue Marty, Marty could be a return. No. Well, they already yeah. brought back Ellsworth. I don't so. count tough enough for mm, Okay. I'm just um, saying. Mm. I'm just saying if you can't think of a return and wants to hire someone else. <laughs> You know what? Let's bring back. Um... Oh, they, they're injured. Shit. No, no. Let's no. bring back Vicky no. Guerrero. 
All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Larry, I want to live in your WWE. <laughs> That's a great idea. All of those are great I ideas. I want to live in the WWE in your head. Uh, what about you, yeah, Todd? Better yet. Hold on. Better oh, wait, yet. Wait, wait, wait. Vicky Guerrero is going to be Marty the Moth's manager. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Good ideas. What about you, Todd? You I say hire. I'm just going to go with somebody I know, and I think you'd fit great in 205 Live. DJ Z. I'd like to see him there. Uh, fire. Uh, I think it would be hilarious if they just fired Ellsworth again. No, stop that. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no I'll, I'll say Bailey. I, I like. Oh. I hate her stupid face. Um, wow! <laughs> a freaking break! Wow! Todd's not a hugger. No. <laughs> like the anti. I just. Uh, I don't know. I just her face. I don't like it. <laughs> and then uh, to replace Bailey, bring AJ back. AJ Lee. AJ Lee. I'd like that. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, we have we have so many from the chat room, guys. It looks like that that popped a little bit. Uh, as, but from there. <laughs> Alexander Carr says, hire Juan Francisco de Coronado, fire okay. Dolph Ziggler, and return Scotty Goldman. <laughs> Never heard of what? him. Yeah, some guy named Scotty Goldman. I think he goes by Colt something, Cabarna. Scott, Scott Free. Scott Free, yeah. Um, hire uh, Tina Key says, hire Omega, fire Orton, bring Johnny back. Johnny Ace? Mundo? No, not no, Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace. And his skateboard. Oh, I would love to have Johnny Oh, jeez. Um, in 2018. What Alex Miller. What happened to us? We want Johnny Ace back. What in the hell has happened to us? Alex right. Miller says, hire Nido, fire Ono, return Sammy Callahan. Wait, he said change his fire to Roman Reigns, which is much better. Oh, okay. Um, Podner says, fire Dolph, hire Abyss. Mm. Return AJ Lee. Hey, he he made it like on that twenty four seven. God, I uh, you know I really want Abyss to join the Bludgeon Brothers. Join the Bludgeon Brothers, but then oh, I should have also them. managed by Joseph Parks. Yes, these are good ideas. These are great ideas. Also, his feud with Kane, who's managed by McFoley, <laughs> because reasons. All right, and from that, um, let's. I, I got a I got a special announcement here, but before we get to that, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Occupy Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling is a wild and crazy art form, and Occupy Pro Wrestling is here to look at what makes it fun. Featuring articles, blogs, and a podcast that brings you interviews with fellow fans. Occupy Wrestling is putting the smart back in Smart Mark. Please check it out at OccupyProWrestling.com. And thank you so much to those guys for supporting what we're doing over here. Uh, they're sharing a lot of the shows and interviews that we're doing in the Wrestling Mayhem Show Network, and we really do appreciate it. Check it out. Thank you, uh, Occupy Pro Wrestling, for that. By the way, guys, I know, I know it is Rusev Day, but what are the odds that Rusev Day... Just so happens to have followed on, followed on, fallen on, fallen mm. on Rey Mysterio Day, you guys. <laughs> That's why I said booyaka booyaka when I opened the show. Oh, well, we're bringing it back around. That was foreshadowing. Honored and grateful, <laughs> says Rey Mysterio's Twitter, uh, with the city of San Diego 619 uh, for officially naming today 619 Rey Mysterio Day. So there you go. Booyaka, booyaka, it's Rey Mysterio Day in uh, San Diego. 
It's okay. How did he get out of that cage? How did he get out of the temple's basement? Somebody dug him out. It was a it was a city contract. Maybe that's his son wearing his I mask. I don't think that's the real Rey Mysterio. That's not for me. Yeah. I that's can't. That's a mask. <laughs> that would explain a lot. That would explain a lot. Did you guys see the obituary for... Um, it made me so sad. For I, did, I saw it. I didn't have the heart to read it. Dario Cueto. Can we talk, wait, can we talk about Antonio Cueto real quick? Antonio Cueto? What is your thing with Antonio Cueto? I popped so hard. That was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, my God. He's my new favorite character on Lucha Underground. He shows up. To, he's Him and Godfrey are the only ones that show up to the funeral. I like that... Like right before Father's Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, kicking over the picture of his. Son. Oh my god! <laughs> and also, I mean, the best thing—if you guys didn't see the the Mayhem Underground we had, uh, uh, and if you're wondering about, you know, we had the Red Bull with Dario Cueto. Uh, apparently, you know, he has the Black Bull on his uh, cane. Antonio is his thing. And uh, Krista Joseph has one of the canes in his office that he showed us on the on the uh, stream. So, yeah. Um, so no, that was that was a lot of fun with Lucha Underground. They started with Aztec Warfare. We got to see it was it was great. Uh, uh, our chat on Wednesday night, you know, kind of realizing, holy crap, we just saw like a lot of who's who's new, who's kind of still around, you know, setting up a lot of kind of stuff with that. You know, I mean, you threw twenty guys in there in the first uh, show in one match. Right, and had a lot of fun with that. And it was uh, it was for the Lucha Underground Championship, uh, Pentagon Dark. Can't remember what show we're talking about. Uh, is uh, is part of that, or it was a part of that and defending. And uh, well, I won't get spoilery with you, I guess. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't like like some of them that we had in the past, where we just opened with a crazy montage. I well, don't, that's, that's I don't, I don't think yeah. anything beats the um vampiro in the insane asylum oh my god that like was that so was the best piece what's that with honky tonk man as a cop with honky tonk man as a cop that was wait that was okay the season vampiro was the season two open yeah i think yeah. so and the honky is the uh whatever the, the warden mm-hmm. was uh, the season three open right by the way great theory oh. about uh his phone conversation with honky tonk man uh on that podcast as well <laughs> that, that you're gonna have to listen to yeah uh but uh no i think it was good it's good that it's back i know uh man mike feels like a part of his soul has returned yes yes actually i feel like um thanos unsnapped his fingers and a part of me has returned it was, it was so lovely mm-hmm. tell him to snap it again and get rid of raw <laughs> Jeez. wow for, for, for me it was really jarring i i I wasn't ready for how different it was going to feel much in the show and i'm still kind of like wrapping my brain around a little bit but i think we're going to be okay and lucha we trust so Mm -hmm. (laughs) our our one the one fixed point of our wrestling fandom is lucha underground so uh we we try to rely on that but yeah it was just it it, it was weird in a way and and different very different in other ways Mm -hmm. uh um uh, yeah a lot, lot of questions also <laughs> of questions. also speaking of some of the uh, uh others of the 14 hours of wrestling that we're trying to watch every week um this was i saw this last week and i kind of love this leo rush going to 205 live um, no no mike I'm, 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 I'm still angry with what he said about emma what did he say about emma 
he gave Emma shit when she got fired. Oh, that's right. That's why I feel like he's going to 205. I feel like it's a demotion. It's a demotion if they well, kick him to 205? No. They could have kept him on NXT and he could be doing. But Ricochet's so much Ricochet. better at it. That's true. That's kind of what That's true. We're like, oh, he's way too similar and not as good as Ricochet. Leo Rush is kind of like the Akira Tozawa. Like, as soon as they hired Tozawa, like, oh, wait, hi, we also fired, we also hired Finn and Nakamura. They're both better at this than you. I love the Finn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Um, It's like they, they got heavy machinery. Heavy machinery is awesome. Hey, these guys can be new tag champs. Oh, wait. We just signed War Machine. Bye. That's not <laughs> an upgrade. Charlie, man. No. What? That's, I don't think it's okay. your, your personal feud with Ray Rowe no, aside. Yeah, aside. That aside, Heavy Machinery is 10 times as entertaining as War Raiders. I guess say in, in commentary, yes. In, oh, in general. Shakes and weights, man. Steaks. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights? Steaks and weights. What did I say? Shakes and weights? Shakes and weights. Yeah, I'm sure there's shakes got, too. Sorry, you got to have that protein. Steaks, shakes, and weights. Yeah, they're 10 times entertaining than War Raiders, even in the ring. Well, you can't do, can you party with heavy machinery? No, you're going to you're going to party with War uh, Raiders. Man, I'm not. No one from no one from heavy machinery has challenged me to an IWC title. Match, that is so. true. That is true. God, all of you guys got beast with Ray Bro here. We're all getting gang up on them. I want to change who I'm firing. You want to change who you're firing? You're going to fire Ray Rowe? I'm firing Ray Rowe. The other bearded guy can stay. You know what? He can stay. If that's the case, uh, Warbeard Hanson is going to stay. Yes. And he's going to team with Keith Lee. What? Keith Lee. Okay. Who's that? We talked about him earlier in this show. Oh, we did. Yeah. You can call them Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Jeez. Uh Todd, are you keeping up with any of these sideshows? No. They kind of are sideshows, aren't they? Yeah. Honestly, NXT and Lucha are great. I highly mm-hmm. recommend them. Absolutely. They're fantastic. I, I wish I had time to. Yeah, the great thing, if you do have the opportunity, like NXT, it is good to watch the show from week to week if you have time for it, but at least check out those takeovers. I'm mm-hmm. fine yeah. just like, watching you, takeovers. You really don't need to go for the ride. But you yeah. will be um, rewarded for going for the ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? And plus, it's four hours a month. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's like um, replace a raw with it. <laughs> so you're yeah. cool. You're yeah. cool. Instead like, of watching for, raw one, just catch up on NXT for the month. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. It seems like that first hour of raw lately has been good. The rest is mm-hmm. just deflates. Because, it's the, because they know it's the hour that people watch. Yep. And yeah. flame out. Out. And then Reigns comes on and I fall asleep. Yes. Yep. And it's like <laughs> that's my that's my NyQuil. Speaking of which, I felt yeah. like uh Money in the Bank was for a four hour show actually kind of well paced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no. it, it seemed like it seemed like um, you know, yeah, okay, we got you know, it wasn't we're gonna start with women's money in the bank, kind of go up and down and oh god, are we getting to the main event yet? That was you my know? problem, is that's what I started with. I started with the women's money in the bank match. Okay. I missed everything before that. Okay. And you didn't miss much because it was like Brian and Cass and yeah. like another match. And, and that was it. There was right? another one. What was the other one? I don't know if it was well paced considering they did not have time for the raw tag team title match. Yeah. I don't know. They just, just scrapped it. And maybe that's the best. Maybe that's something that's supposed to be in between like the title and the money in the bank match. 
but I, right. you know, just go and build, right? And uh, and I thought that that worked for something like that. Yes, yes, producer Missy, you're. You're glad that they stopped scrapping women's matches. There were three women's matches on that pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That kind of shows where they're at. So it's good to see. All right, uh, I just need to start scrapping the talking segments. That's right. Time to find out, guys. Oh, I flipped something. What did you learn from wrestling this week? I'm going to start with Larry to find out what he learned from uh, the continent of Japan. I no, learned I mean, Juice Robinson's a beast. He broke his hand in a match on Sunday, Saturday. Saturday? I don't know. I watched it Sunday, so we're going to say Sunday. On Sunday. Wrestled the whole match. Jay White put his hand in a chair after it was broken. And it was actually broken. Like, it swolled up. Like like it looked bullet. broken, it was, right? It was really broken. Yeah. Put his hand in the chair. He pulled it out at the last second. Jay White picked it up. He punched him through the chair in the face with his broken hand. <laughs> That's intense. That, yeah. That's my new favorite feud in wrestling right now. Yeah. Is Jay White and Juice Robinson. Hmm. Which awesome. you can see on July 8th. <laughs> so, Larry, Larry, do you think that, like, um, do you think that, um, oh, shit, what's Finley's son's Dave Finley? name now? David Finley. Finley. Do you think David Finley, even though he's, do you think he, uh, if if Juice beats Jay White, that David Finley is going to somehow go insane because he didn't get to beat Jay White because they've been kind of going around and around. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think I I don't really know enough about Dave Finley. Like I just yeah, you're, watching you're, yeah, it you're just getting into like it now this week. I know they're tag team partners, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know. But it he's is entertaining though. It is fun because uh, Larry actually um, described to me the concept of Nido. A few weeks ago, well, it was you that did that, wasn't it? What about him? Oh, just like uh, like his deal in the Los Ingla. No, I don't know. I think that was the, the guest you had on. Oh, the dude from the Zone, Wrestle Zone, something. Oh, that guy. That's right, because he covered the New Japan. Yeah. Well, you were there too, and it was about New Japan. Yeah. So never mind. Never mind. Larry's still learning. Someone, <laughs> someone asked on Twitter. Uh, someone on Twitter over the weekend said they didn't understand Alistair Black and they wanted someone to explain it to them. And someone <laughs> replied to him, one, karate, two, Satan. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three, go to, go to Hot Topic in the back where they still have like. Behind the young buckles. Go to Hot Topic. Bu- things with 19- buckles. Back in 1998. That's where Alistair was. Black's inspiration lurks in the back of the Hot Topic. <laughs> That's where you should be billed from. From the back of the hot topic, Alistair Black. (laughs) I love Alistair Black. Oh, I do. It's quasi miss the days when hot topic was just like a bunch of death metal um, going off, and it was very dark in there. Like it's like it's like almost too colorful these days. It's way too friendly. Even I'm comfortable going in there now. So you know, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) Although, although I keep my New Japan up there now, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of that stuff going on. All right, uh, what do you got, uh, Mad Mike? What'd you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that Vince McMahon snapped his fingers, and we finally have an answer to the oft-asked question. How you doing? Big uh, Cass, he's not feeling too good. <laughs> he's not feeling too good. He just fades away. <laughs> Actually, no. I, I, I learned 
I learned that out of the trio of Enzo, Cass, and Carmella, uh, Enzo, uh, Carmella was the Shawn Michaels, and the other two Jamokes were both Genetis. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Dual Genetis. Oh. I don't know. Even Genetti came back for like one off appearances, though. Yeah, and I'm sure Cass will too. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Enzo's coming back. Cass will at some point come back to like when Carmella goes for the world title in a main event at WrestleMania against Ronda Rousey, Cass will kick off the head of Ronda Rousey. No, no, because <laughs> Ellsworth is gonna be there. That's a joke. She doesn't she doesn't need big cast. She's got James Ellsworth. Got all the muscles she needs. Yeah. Mainstream Matt, what did you learn from wrestling this week? All right, I learned that uh WWE's roster of play-by-play announcers is as deep as I think I could ever recall it being. Because, um, I mean, just Tom Phillips is really good. Michael Cole, you know, he, he's, he is Michael Cole. He is. Some people love him, but you can't deny him. He has tenure. At this point. Fine. Uh, Moro is clearly great. Vic Joseph did takeover. He did a hell of a job, Sorg. Mm-hmm. But still not Moro. He's our boy from Cleveland. Old uh, prime I mean, wrestling not- days I used to work with. Yeah, I mean he's not Moro yet. But By the you way, know what? getting he, dropped in there—that's they're, they're four deep. Sword. Yeah, What's right. the last time that the play-by-play roster was four nope. deep? No, yeah, they're all bad. good. Yeah, they're only one deep on color. That's true. But oh, I well, forgot I, to. I, I like Byron. I forgot to I mention. Know was good too. So I watched the Moro documentary. Yeah, I did yeah, too. I did too. Good. Holy crap! Whoa, you want to feel really sad? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It was also inspirational. It was to a point. Some points relatable. You feel really sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and it, 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 it struck a chord because I, I recently a friend uh, a friend that I've known I've worked with for several years um, uh, uh, came out himself as bipolar publicly, um, and and he's been having a thing where he's been talking with people about it and talking about what it's like and and trying to help with the stigma of it. And then that was like the next week that I saw the trailer for that. Uh, so I think it's really, I think it's really important thing. And, and if you want to be like, you, you know, see what the deal is. And, 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 and I listened to, I was watching the last couple NXT episodes after watching the documentary. And then like, there's a whole new context to his commentary after that. You're like, Oh, that's why he's that, this, you know, mm-hmm. that into it and everything like that. Cause I remember when Morrow came up and everybody's like, wow, he's like too excited. Yep, that, that, that's, that's for that's a reason. Why. Like that's yep. how he operates, and that's why he's so good at what he does. So that's pretty. I mean, it was it was it was a nice thing, and it is. I, I recommend anybody go get a trial from Showtime late, somewhere, and, and and you know take a yeah, look. Yeah, it's a crazy it. good documentary, but yeah. man, it talks well, about there, everything. There are there are points in it like you just feel sad. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's not. It, it you will be uncomfortable watching yeah. this thing. Um, it was kind of a tough watch uh, here it, in the studio. It, it, you can put on the background and just listen to it. It's yeah. gonna draw. It's gonna draw you in. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Todd DeFazio, Idiot Radio. What did you learn from wrestling this week? I learned this week that I'm. I kind of miss uh, Baron Corbin's receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be the return for the big question instead? He's gonna rip his hairline. Yeah, I, I changed my return. Back. I want Baron's hair back. Has is partial hair back he's getting to the point of like when kane first shaved his head and it was like yep mm-hmm. like almost to the very peak of his head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i get it i he one he needs a shirt he's not gonna sweat through we learned yeah. this week that's also what what he learned from wrestling is <laughs> i need to get some different material <laughs> so I, I just i don't know i'm not feeling the bald head 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to grow. I think it's going to grow. No, he can't. He's I mean, no, no, I mean, it's going to grow on us. <laughs> Maybe he got the hair surgery. That's why I shaved. I don't know. The hair surgery? Wait, he's got the plugs, you're saying? Man, I'm thinking he got the, the transplant. He got the, he's like, he's like the Fink when they had the haircut for men guy on uh, the pay-per-view the one time. <laughs> he's like, what the Fink has hair? What's going on? I do feel he's, robbed he's that, we haven't had, that we didn't get a hair match. Yeah. Chavo did one of those hair transplants. I saw him on a doc, uh, an infomercial. <laughs> That's a cool thing. I looked up an infomercial for, uh, for like, Hair club for men or something like that, and Chavo Guerrero is on there. And look at him now. Hey, stunt coordinator it's not like for no Glow, one's gonna notice if your hair is You might as well, you know, get some pay for it. There you go. Uh, I learned this week that uh, one. Um, I'm now officially a huge fan of Sonny Vice. If you haven't heard of, heard of him, he's uh, been involved with Premier Wrestling and uh, Welterweight Wrestling in Cleveland, and most recently Rise Wrestling with a Y. Point that out. Um, and, uh, he was teaming this weekend with, uh, uh, Lee Moriarty. You may, re- may remember him from a few episodes ago when we were trying to teach him how to make like an angry face because he smiles too much. Yes. And we had to do, we had him do the lion face, lemon face, but he didn't know what a lemon tasted like. So it didn't really work too well. <laughs> By the way, I, I caught up with him and he says he's been working on his lion face and he's got a great lion face now. But I, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, Stuck on a lemon though, just to try it. Just That's so right. That's see. right. I told Gannon Jones to give him a lemon, um, it's with no context. It's all about method acting. Exactly. Well, if you if you go over, we did the intermission and uh, had a lot of fun with uh, Lee. But uh, they came out. Uh, Sonny Vice, Lee Moriarty came out as the new tag team. That's going to be your favorite tag team, Moriarty Vice. Uh, and there's a mm-hmm. uh, Sonny Vice. They came out with uh... a. <laughs> Sounds like the weirdest. Like Sherlock Holmes reboot I've ever heard. It, of. It, yeah, it's how it kind of does, doesn't it? Uh, they had the shirts, they had the glasses, they had the squirt guns, they had the 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 fake badges. Uh, Lee Moriarty was uh, 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 introducing himself as uh, uh, Axel Full Lee. Uh, they can, uh-huh. they're also <laughs> otherwise known as uh, uh, was it? I think it's Miami Lee uh, was the other name that they were trying to. They're trying to. They were literally like like had a poll on Twitter like a half an hour before they went out of which name they should be announced as. But um, uh, if he comes out as Axel Foley, mm-hmm. his new finisher has to be the called the banana in the tailpipe. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but that's what it has to be called. Banana in the tailpipe. I, I've seen that, him. That's a Beverly Hills Cop reference. That story. is. That is. <laughs> I've yes. seen Lee wrestle a few times. I, I'm. Big fan of Lee. He's I, insane. I uh, he has a big future in front of He's, him. I, I think, think. I think. Uh, I think uh, Larry's going to be seeing him on New Japan World very, very soon. We yeah. just need to get him to be angry. Yeah, he's got to work on that anger. Got to work on that anger face. You know. <laughs> he needs a match with Suzu- uh, with uh, Suzuki. <laughs> He'll show him how to be angry. That's going to show him how to die. Jeez. You want him dead? Yeah. 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 No. No. We like Lee. We we like Lee. He's an okay guy. But he'll learn Don't, how to frown. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh. no one better to learn how to frown from, except for maybe Brock Lesnar. Scariest man to see in person. By the way, I want to roll back because uh, I was talking about uh, um, uh, Grado. And, uh, and, and because AIW um, knock it out of the park all the time, their upcoming show is, uh, you guys know Dick Justice? I heard of him. He's an indie guy. He's a cop. 
He's a cop, Dick, super ju- Dick cop. Justice, super right. cop, Dick Justice. Was he the yeah. one that was in here with Wallace? No, we didn't. We haven't, we haven't had a conversation with him yet. Maybe on Twitter. But you can go check out AIW in Cleveland, Grado and Dick's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> so, on uh, June 22nd, uh, up there in Cleveland, uh, AIWWrestling.com. Which so, one's which? Which one's which? The one on the left is Grado, and the one on oh, the right okay. is All Super right. Cop, Just Dick checking. Justice. Just checking. Uh, so, that's for some of you guys out there. Oh, another indie wrestling. You check out indiewrestling.us. I know we name drop it a few times, but you can check out a lot of our friends, including Miami. I'm sorry, but Moriarty, Moriarty Vice over there. Um, and of course, it may be hot outside, but the action is hotter in the ring, especially in that gymnasium with the RWA. That's why you can check out some Renegade Wrestling Alliance this month. 25% off with the promo code HOT. 2018 hot 2018 check out them and uh other people we've name dropped like djz is on there a lot yeah my yep, buddy. there you go <laughs> dean radford on there representing that i know uh, is your I buddy dean. you manage yes. dean over at pwx yeah. we don't have any pwx i'm sorry <laughs> 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 we did not capture that one uh but uh them rwa rise wrestling with a y welterweight wrestling you can check out what the sunny sunny vice is about over there too um you can see lee as a bad guy in cleveland Guess how much he frowns. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, thank you so much, everybody that's been supporting Indie Wrestling over there. Indie Wrestling dot us uh, video on demand, digital downloads of tons and tons of content, and of course the Indie Mayhem Show interviews are over there. Great Indie Mayhem Show this week with um, we dubbed them the Indie Guys, um, and and I think I think I qualify them as the real guys that run uh, Pittsburgh Indie Wrestling um, because they're everywhere. Uh, it's, it's, it's rare that I run into a show that they're not at uh, in my travels. But uh, good interview with them. The Sompao Cancer 2 is happening this weekend and also carried on IndieWrestling.us, uh, the original one, and we'll be there to film, at least some of us that aren't going to Nebraska. Um, and uh, a really good charity. Uh, check out more information for that. Stomp out cancerpgh.com i believe off the top of my head that graphic has not popped up on my computer uh but uh uh thanks go check them out it's, it's for the uh, american cancer society so i just want to give them extra uh, uh, uh extra shout out there and once again we do have some videos from last year's event up on the indie wrestling.us twitter and in the end even if it's in the end in the name of uh the american uh, uh cancer society uh, give a donation over there you know, let them know uh, that you did because of Stomp Out Cancer. Uh, if you hit them up, uh, Stomp Out PGH on the Twitter. Uh, thanks to those guys, uh, Matt, Classic Ken, and Jesse the Mark, who, by the way, does the art. Actually, I think he probably did that poster for AIW because he works for AIW. Uh, and they do the ones for IWC and a lot of the guys that we work with, too. Just devastating work for indie wrestling, making it look like com- even more awesome than it already is So uh, get people's attention. So. Anyways, thank you so much, everybody. We got a lot of events coming up. Uh, we have a lot of guests lined up for the show next week. Chris LaRusso, the mm. new IWC Tag Team Champion, well earned too. He's one. He's one title away from the IWC Grand Slam Champion. Yep, yep. Uh, also, we are going to have an interview on Wednesday, June twenty seventh, with the Boar of Moldova from Chikara. I uh, saw him at King and Trios a couple years ago, and uh, he just wants to talk wrestling with people that aren't shitty, was pretty much the gist of his tweet. So, like, hey, come on over. Let's talk. 
Uh, so I'm excited to have that interview <laughs> next Wednesday. Also coming up on the 3rd of July, Marcus Mann is going to come with us to talk about John Cena and something new as well. And also we're going to have uh, Chad, Todd, I'm sorry, Georgetown. We'll find out. I'll know it before we get there. Uh, from Phil Singer Games, they're actually coming to town uh, the weekend uh, that weekend for uh, Galacticon, which is also an IWC show and also Extreme Rules weekend uh, for their card game. Of course, they classically do a lot of cards, uh, great, awesome wrestling art cards um, for a game that they do with Legends of Pro Wrestling. Ring of Honor, Chikara has been represented by them. Uh, we actually talked with Todd, uh, I'm sorry, Tom Filsinger uh, several years ago on this show. And it's cool to circle back with those guys and see them coming into town. And uh, look, we might be doing some extra coverage of uh, Galacticon that weekend as well. And so if you're coming out to that, keep an eye out for some Mayhemers, perhaps. And of course, we'll see you at the uh, IWC show as well. Once again, Todd DeFagio, thanks you for uh, joining us. I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't like. I, I felt like we lost you and Patreon in the bank. I felt <laughs> oh, no, like we, we threw a little too much at you last time. It was good to get you here and in the conversation. I'm a big fan, man. <laughs> uh, where can everybody check out what's going on one more time? Uh, idiotradio.net, uh, doubledshow.com, and uh, the Jim Cren fan page on Facebook for the uh, latest episode of No Restrictions, which drops every uh, Monday. If you're an old DVE for the Pittsburgh people, uh, DVE fan. You'll love Jim. Classic stuff coming out of there. Go check it out. I know we have some people all around the West Coast, in the middle, all across the country, but uh, go check it out. It's uh, If you like the comedy here, you're probably going to love the comedy over there, too. Yeah. Uh, so, well, we're not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> yes, you are. Girthquake International Industries, a.k.a. Dark Horse. Dark Her- Horse? Dark Horse. Dark. Fuck. Dark Forge. Forge? Thank you. I want my money back. (laughs) You don't sponsor this show. Oh, okay. Where can people... Larry, where can people find the shit you do? I don't fucking know. Come to the basement of Sorgatron Media. I got axes and shit. There you go. Darkforgestudios.co. Start there, too. Special knock on the front door and whisper, Girthquake. They'll know what you mean. You have a sign on the front door now, too. I, oh, yes. Yes, yeah. I do. It's a nice sign. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Producer Missy is also uh, print expert Missy <laughs> as well. Making sure. Well, we got a few, one too many knocks on the door that were not for us. So anyways, uh, also Mad Mike 4883 on the tweets. Yeah, I, I talk about wrestling. I talk about other fun stuff. Also, tomorrow night, Lucha is back. Um, I'm going to be live tweeting as per usual for the hashtag FM. And I'm probably going to be doing a solo Lucha show after that because Sorg will be on a plane. We'll do something. Um, I think I was talking to Mainstream Matt about maybe doing something uh, Thursday night. But there will be some Mayhem Underground shenanigans of some sort. Started a new show. Then already too busy for the new show. Podcasting expert right here. Uh, Mainstream Matt, one T on the Twitter. Thanks for having me, Sorg. Mad Mike, um... Let's never fight again. I don't want to fight again with you, Matt, for another 10 yards. Uh, <laughs> producer Missy on the ones and twos and the yells across the room and the loud sighing. Thank you so much for dealing with this. 
and uh, and and the big question for this week as well. And Larry's new sign. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us in the chat room. We'll see you guys next week. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.